Oh, friends. Dylan, we're back, baby. In 2020, this is the first time we've all gotten together for another episode of Let's Talk Battle Rap Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the top 10 battles of 2019. Oh, man, another top 10 list. There might be some controversy. Ooh, just a little There's bit. There's going to be some people that love it. There's going to be some people that hate it. Yep. But we put in the time, the effort into this, and now we bring it to the people, them, the people, them. So, fellas, without any further delay, let's get straight into the shiznit. Before we get into the shiznit, I want to let people know the process, right? Okay. We made a list of 25 battles that we all said, all right, these are all worthy of being top 10 because this was an amazing year. There's a couple things that got crossed out. You know, some some people got left behind in the field. I gave Dylan a list. I gave you a list, Vlad. I gave myself a list. We all said, just cross off 10, pick two honorable mentions, we'll meet in the middle. Yep. And, you know, we had a little bit of disagreements. Here and there. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> but we made it. Just a tad, but you know what? Uh, I think it was a pretty smooth transition to what we all kind of agreed on once we started talking. Easier than last year. Easier than last year, last for sure. Year crazy, yeah. Yeah, last year we, we were all struggling. Like, <laughs> no, Pat, stay in Danny. No, Pat, stay in Rock. And then ended up putting neither. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it all kind of it worked out the way it did because this year, you know, a lot of the battles that I liked were – kind of bodies i like a lot of abs battles but he was clearly winning and they're not battle of the year if your opponent's not living up to it so there was it was a lot to really deliberate and talk about because what you liked the most versus best battle of the year was kind of hard to figure out for yourself facts damn man drum roll man who wants to start the honorable mentions and the first honorable mention ah av versus Ill Will. Yo, man. This battle was everything and more. Honestly, I'm almost a little heartbroken it didn't make the list because having Ill Will solidified the Born Legacy like collection. Like I told this to Beasley, like if you make a Born Legacy DVD packet, like a little box, right? Those DVD boxes. Mm-hmm. You gotta make one side rum and av. You gotta make one side rum and ill. You gotta make the other side will and av. Because those three guys collectively had created three of the best born legacy battles of all time facts almost each other too yeah and fun fact i was at this battle live and in the flesh and it lived up to the hype i mean ill will was just on one talking about performance out the wazoo Mm. haymakers Mm. little angles just he had everything that you needed for that battle, and going into that battle, I had Av as the favorite because Av was such a juggernaut, and he had so the punches, round. and he was so dominant all year round. And then here comes Ill Will with his unconventional style, and he really—I'm not going to say it was a clear win, yeah, but man, he, more people can make arguments for Will than they could for Av, and mm. Will really. Showed out, and he made his case for his champion of the year there. I think, like, Literally. if Av were to won that battle clearly, yeah. I think it would have been more difficult for Will to say, hey, man, you know, I'm, I, I could be champion of the year. Why not? But Will really came with it. Av, and this wasn't no slouch Av either. Av was fighting. He was in there. He was in the mix. But Will was so dangerous, and he shows you when he's complete, he's tough to beat. Yeah, I mean, at, at this point in 
in the year, both of them were actually kind of champion of the year contenders. Um, right. And so this was a you know a battle that I think a lot of people had their eyes on, and it, you know it lived up to every bit of the hype. It was it was a really dope battle. Um, you know we'll probably catch some backlash for not having it in the top ten, but nobody will be I, pleased with everything. But I can't please everybody. Another honorable mention we have: Loaded Hollows versus Guns and Cake. Mm. I feel like that battle had to make the list because of its storyline. Right. Because the battle in itself, honestly, is pretty good. And you, you tip your hat off because these guys put it together within two weeks. Yeah. But the storyline is beautiful. Yeah, I think definitely for the storyline, like, it, it makes sense why it's there. I mean, how many times are you going to get Loaded Lux and Hollow to Dawn to team up together? And the fact that uh, Chess and Rock came together in, like, 13 days, 12 days to put this battle together. And, hey, man, for the most part, they got all the material out. The battle was still decent enough to watch, and you had all-time Lux moments up there during the third round. Lux doing things that he's never done before. So for that alone, I, I, I definitely get the honorable mention. Yeah. Um, putting Chess in the position to like, really solidify his legacy and be in front of loaded Lux and Hollow the Dawn with a weaker part of a battle with bad news. Right. Having Tayrock, you know, kind of carry little bro, but in reality, Chess is more experienced than Tayrock on two on twos. And have two elite guys like Hollow and Lux to say, Yeah, I'm with the smoke. Mm-hmm. I'm with it. I'll take this guy in two weeks. I don't care. Right. That shit is incredible. They Back salvaged down. the event, the main event, and put on an amazing two on two, which hit a million views in like four days. That's crazy. Big brands up there. Yeah. Talk. Not much, not much to add, man. Y'all summed it up. Yeah, so those two kind of stood outside the list, though. Yeah. So now we going to get to the list. Ooh. To the top 10, brother. Who wants to set it off, man? At number 10, we have A Ward versus Ilmac. Mm. Man, uh, this was tough because A Ward had a handful of battles this year you could have put up there. Like, him and Sharon was fire. I don't think him and Matt Flex was that worthy, but there was conversations of it. Mm-hmm. Definitely conversations of it. And this was like one of those legacy matches for Ilmac, to be honest. Like, I mean, for A-War, because like Ilmac is like top competitor at King of the Dot. And Ilmac showed no resistance. Like, he came out the gate putting pressure on A-War. Out the gate. I mean, and they both were kind of chain contenders, too. So, you know, this battle, I was kind of looking forward to seeing if if the winner was interested in the chain or if that was a possibility because they've both been showing out. So if either one of them got a shot, I don't think it would be far fetched. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was dope to see both of them actually come out and treat this like how we wanted them to come out and treat it like super serious. And you know, it was, it was dope. First I, time we've seen a ruffled. Um, yeah, I think so. He's normally pretty composed and kind of, you know, on on his A game as far as defense and just kind of, you know, everything in that in that regard. But yeah, I think he's, you know, normally pretty smooth with with everything. So to see him kind of get yeah. out of the summer zone against somebody of that magnitude was kind of. Yeah, and the battle got a little testy. It did. It got a little testy. There's the, a little grudge there too. The so animosity like, was there. Yeah. The grudge was real. It came from a real place, and they both delivered on the material. And they did, they delivered a great, great, great battle to KOTD this year for sure. A Ward's third round 
mm-hmm. when like his he's on the ropes, right? Because Ilmac's first round was really empowering, and mm-hmm. Awar had to literally fight back every single round. So like, if you try to give this win to Awar, you got a nitpick, really. Right. But Ilmac had a third round that was so powerful. Awar was on the ropes, like pressure, like fight back. You have to source in the crowd heckling him. You have people in the crowd like this is like. When you see A-War get heckled. Right. Like, that never happens. And he came back with that rebuttal. And he came back with that rebuttal. Saved about, his life, boy. It saved, it saved his life. <laughs> and it made everybody look around like, you know what? <laughs> we got to respect A-Ward, man. Facts, man. You know, we got to respect his, his ability to freestyle, his ability to not fold. And he, 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 did, he did his thing. Facts. Bless you. Thank you, brother. So that made our top ten, man. It had a, it had a little bit of everything you would want in it. Facts. Number nine, Averb versus Loaded Lux. This battle is right where it belongs. And, mm. and you know what? Um, I, I think I can say that with confidence, just because you know, biggest biggest reason we were there. Um. Mm-hmm. And. It playing it back, we definitely felt like the battle was impactful, but you know, it some people think it might be deserving of being higher. Some people might think it doesn't deserve to be on the list at all. That's how opinionated you can be about this. Um, mm. So I think this spot is kind of perfect to, you know, right where it fits as far as content, you know, build up, living up to the hype. It, it actually, you know, was a really great back and forth. Um, the fact that the conversation went along for so long on Twitter, on social media, everywhere, like, about this battle, about who won, and, you know, the conversations that it sparked, and Averb's legacy, I think it, like, you know, there's so many factors of why this needs to be in the top ten. I feel bad because this, the battle has such high expectations that really, in reality, probably nobody can meet that. They wanted both these guys to give you an 11 out of 10. So if they gave you an 8.5 out of 10, it wasn't going to be enough. If they gave you a 9 out of 10, it wasn't going to be enough. You know what I mean? And for a battle that's been building for up to a decade, I wouldn't have imagined it the way it went out to be. You know, I always envisioned this to be like in New York, maybe a small room where they get to rap. But they're too big of a name to put them in a small room, right? So I get that. But Verb's whole goal was always to like test the pen of Loaded Lux. This is Loaded Lux's first time battling A-Pen, right? So when Loaded Lux kind of gives you that second round where he's just, like, comfortable in his in his zone and giving you punchlines, I'm like, oh, oh, these gun bar dudes on the card. You still call Loaded a fool. It's not that. That was crazy. And, and Verb gave you those moments where it's like, this is how I define my legacy. You know, like... Son, son, all the cheat codes. Da, 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 da. As long as I hit the game winner, I can I miss, miss all the free throws. And, and that became like a slogan of life afterwards. Like, like I'm like, yeah, you know what? You may have missed opportunities, but if you still get to that opportunity where you can seal the win, like don't don't worry about you know don't worry about those little patches in your cement when it's starting to dry up. Facts. Yeah, I mean, when the battle ended, and just going back to it. You know, the, the, the weeks afterwards, it was kind of like, all right, this isn't what I thought I was going to get. You know, but as you watch with Lux, you know, you always keep going back and you always find a little bit more, a little bit more. And I think Verb might have thrown people off with his approach, like in the be- early, you know, stages of that battle. But you I know, was nervous. Def- in the first- yeah, yeah, and the thing, the reason, the reason why, the reason why I kind of feel a little weird almost 
like, I mean, like, questioning it if this is a top 10 battle feels bad because it's like, this is Verb and Loaded Lux. Like, this is a legacy match. This is a mega match. Like, it should be there, right? Verb's first round wasn't that great. If anything, it made you nervous. It made you say, oh, my God. Yeah, is, Lux came out is, this, is this the Verb we're going to get all three rounds? And then Lux's third round was not great. Right. So they both have a round where they're just completely vulnerable, and then they meet in the middle in the second round. Right. So. What? Two all-time greats. I'll put them up there. Yeah. All right. Number eight. Oh, before you say the number eight, it also kind of solidified Verb's legacy spot. Oh, yeah. Even yeah. though it already was kind of already there, but that's it. Like, that that Verb's now? completed the I have Mook and Lux on my resume. Facts. And they couldn't and, you know, clearly beat him. Neither one of them could clearly beat him. Not not in the sense where, where it's a consensus. Um, facts. Exactly. So mm, I think that, that's a big fact, yeah. That's that's all that really matters, you know? So as long as he can look back and say that he arguably beat Lux and Mook in, you know, the same year. It's a feather in his cap. Yeah, that's all he needs. Big old feather. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Number eight. Number eight. Misfit versus Official. Oh, man. I'm so excited that, uh, you know, a battle of this magnitude made it on to the list. Because it's like every time you put that one battle between the ladies on the card stack with all the guys, it always comes out to be one of the best battles of the night. And it, it just shines. Misfits debut, you know, officials return to a one-on-one battle on URL, mutual grounds. Everything was right about this battle. But Vlad, you were in the building. Please tell us how captivating this battle was, the atmosphere. The battle was off the chain. The battle was exciting. The battle was a roller coaster. Right. Official came out. New style. This was the first time we saw her since the Summer Impact joint, but mm-hmm. first time she was there, Dolo. And there was a lot riding on this battle because, you know, the ladies, they don't always get a chance to do their thing on URL. And on top of that, she's taking Misfit on her first uh, her first time on URL, and she did not let down. She came out explosive, hmm. had the punches, had hmm. the performance, had the aggression. How lucky on- was it for Misfit to go second? Oh, that was great. She had a chance to just see what what was going on, what the crowd was reacting to. I think that definitely helped out. And then when it was Misfit's time to go, man, she was rapping. She had the bars, the setups, complexity within her joints, the New York swag, and she was just going off. And they were going back and forth. First round, second round, third round, I think you can give that to official, like, you know, pretty clearly, I think yeah. Misfit kind of led up yeah, towards the end fizzled, or whatever. But I mean, man, these ladies were not playing, and they delivered. They knew the stage was bright and the lights were bright, and they delivered that night. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was powerful, man. It was a powerful performance from both from both ladies. Man, this battle was fire, bro. This, I mean, I can't think of you know the last time I battle besides, I think. Av versus Rum Nitty. When I wa- I saw first round, where I was like, "Damn, this is not really gonna be beaten. Like, there's no way. Like, they they could do really well, but it's not gonna be beaten." And then I I hear the other first round, and I'm like, "What the fuck? Like, do I right. have, do I have, <laughs> right. do I have to give it to her? Like, she went second. That's what's fresh in my mind right now, and it was just as good, if not better. It's like, damn. So, you know, um. I love moments like that when I can actually when I actually have to sit down and 
and nitpick and break apart certain things and that's how you know it's a good battle when I can't you know I have to go to such lengths to decide rounds and you know both ladies were on one their performance was there everything was there so it was pretty dope yeah and it's like with battles like this if you switch the orders like if you watch it in the reverse order like oh I'm watching a I'm watching a um Misfit perform first and then official goes second you're like I think official won but if you watch an official going first and then Misfit going second you're going damn I think Misfit got this joint you know what I'm saying like the battle was that crazy you know the battle was that crazy man so this battle being a number 8 man good luck for the ladies crazy battle you can watch this over and over and over again and I think also too it's not too battle rappy like you can show this to someone and they can get it and they can like it and they can get into this battle it's a great start off battle I think also you know what I like too uh, Misfit kind of like put a, a, a like little cement like yeah I can adapt here yeah I can I can hang on this league and more importantly like that moment she had with like to jazz like Oh yeah, you cute. Mm-hmm. Official live in Brooklyn, bitch. You, you do. <sighs> like that kind of was like a yo, Jazz. Just know you're gonna see me one day. That's literally what that was. Like you're gonna see me one day, whether it's in Brooklyn, whether it's in the ring. You can't avoid it. Facts. People went crazy. It's People loved happen. it. It's gotta happen. Was it a rebuttal though, Vlad? You, did you get the? Re- she said it was. She said it was, I and she it, and, and and you know, but you were in the building. Did you get to feel like it was a rebuttal? Was in it the a building, it felt like it was part of her. It felt like it was just part of her delivery. Mm. It felt like that's what it was. But I don't know. After the battle, rebuttal, she said it was. She could rebuttal, so that's dope. But it's just like a mid round rebuttal. Wow. That's... Yeah. After the battle, she said, "Nah, man, I didn't have that plan." But boy, did that cement her first round. Yeah, did it ever. Facto. All right. Moving on to number seven. Mm. Chess versus Jerry West. Man, this battle went down at Born Legacy 7. I was in the building. How about that? All these Born Legacy battles making it to the top. Dog. Oh, man. Born Legacy, it's up there, man. It's up there. Listen. As this battle was going on, I knew I was watching something special. Jerry West had some creative-ass punches. And he knew, like, yo, they're giving Chess the push right now. I get a chance to battle this dude. There's the We Go Hard history. I get the lights on me. And it wasn't the main event on paper. But the way that they performed, they might as well have been the main event. Mm. Chess was on his chess-ish all night long that night. He Another per- battle you were in the building for. Yeah, he performed so well, man. And, I mean, there's nothing that I hate about this battle. Like, everything was on point. And three rounds each. Like, all of them, they went crazy for all three rounds. And this was the battle where Jerry West finally told Smack, like, yo, man, I belong on the big stage. The crowd agreed with him, went crazy. Although we didn't get Jerry on the big stage after that. But now I think we are after this glue easy ass whooping he just put out there. Right. And he definitely let Smack and the whole crowd know again, like, yo, I belong in that big stage. I think we're going to be seeing him look out for one or You know what I'm saying? You might. You know what I'm saying? But, yo, this battle was crazy. It was I, it was tough to judge. Ultimately, I gave it to Jerry West. I had him uh, edging out the battle. But it was so close that even if you got chess winning, it's like, whatever, dog. Like, both dudes just went ham. Like, it was nutty. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure I flip-flopped my judgment on this battle a couple times. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Vlad pretty much summed it up. It was three fire rounds from both guys, so it comes down to, to preference and nitpicking, honestly. But, yeah, no, this battle is definitely deserving to be in the top ten. Super entertaining. I can't wait to see more Jerry. Chess, I hope he keeps this, you know, elevation that he's been doing for this past year. And, you know, both these dudes, yeah, both these dudes are dope. I mean, they've, Do you guys I have a theory? Do you guys think URL fed Jerry West to Chesson with the with the thought process of Jerry's talented? But, let's get know. him out of here. Well, no, no I mean this that's, could be that's, 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 that's yeah, that's this the could shot. Be, let's well, get him out of here. Was, yo, was this an example of cherry picking gone wrong? Nah, Jerry's no. too talented to be cherry picking. Jerry, think, yeah, I don't think it's cherry picking. I think it's. I mean, more... I mean, yeah, but you know, Chess Chess got Geechee, and then they're gonna give him Jerry. So it's like, yo, you just gave me Geechee. Why would you give me Jerry to Geechee? Well, we gave Text. you what you, you we gave you what you wanted. First of give all, us you, what we want. You, mm. no, you, you've done all that you've done in the past years, and you're choking and all those. You're gonna do what we tell you to do. I'm, I'm just putting my conspiracy hat on. You're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna battle who we give you. We just gave you Lux, right, right. and we just gave you Lux and Geechee. You're gonna take Jerry now. You're gonna help us out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's the way it's gonna work. I mean, I'm sure he was fine to do it. It's not like they had to bully him into it. Um, yeah, and, I'm, and, and plus they got that Weagle Heart history too, yeah. so that made it even easier. And Jerry's, I, I'm just, I'm just wondering because like before that Jerry was like on the, on Band Legacy with Mac Mel, and that just went under the radar. I think, that was right. good performance, but like under the radar. So everybody's probably like, maybe Jerry can break out. But if Chess walks over Jerry, you know this looks good for Chess. Yeah, I mean I think that was yeah. that was the point of it, but I don't think it's necessarily cherry picking. I think it was more just the shot for Jerry to see do you really wonder are you really you know deserving of being you know in front of these type of ops and he was there's a lot of there's a lot of battles on URL that they won't admit but in reality they come out really good battles or competitive battles but URL's plan was to throw a punching bag mm. uh, a perfect example if you go all the way back in history Tayrock and Suge even though they were, they were rookies at the time and essentially URL threw Rock to Suge as a punching bag right and it come out that way no. but I feel like when they when they find those kind of matches, they say, you know what, this guy has a low profile, and he's talented, so let's throw him out there. If he breaks out, we get two people that we could keep, or if the other one steamrolls him, we like this guy a little bit more, we can move forward. And that was ma- like a Rum ma- versus Av. Yeah, essentially they wanted Av more than Rum. Uh, they, yeah, they also wanted to see, yo, what's up with Rum? Like, what's he gonna do? You know, Av is new. You know, we believe in him. Let's see what's up. Yeah. And if we get a classic out of it, we get a classic out of it. You know what I'm saying? So this battle was definitely fire all the way through. You could watch this one over and over again. And I love this battle. Battle was crazy. All right. Also, uh, Chess talking to, to Matt Slander between the battles. Oh, my gosh. Oh my, he's Matt, like, go, he was... go over there. He's like, go. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, isn't it? Can't you hear it on the? He apologized to him. Yeah, can't you yeah. Hear, you can, yo, I'm you can sorry. Yo, hear I didn't yeah. mean to doubt you. He said, yeah, he's like, I'm sorry, I doubted you. He's like, I know. He's like, go. To yeah, his I know. Side. I know you are. Go to his. Go to his side, side though. Yeah, my man was fake. Number seven was Chess and Jerry. Man. He was drunk number six though. Number six, we got Roan versus Sharon. The return of Roan after a couple of years. Dylan, we're going to let you kick this one off, brother. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm, a, I'm no KOT Dylan, but we, uh, you know, we. I love this battle. This battle was was something that I wasn't sure what to expect coming from Roan being gone for so long. Um, he's been on his barstool-ish. 
Um, yeah. Good for him. I'm glad he's been doing what he's doing. I don't know. Um, you know, all his ventures have been pretty successful outside of battle rap lately. Um, and to see him come back and battle Sharona battle that we've all thought has been a style clash we need to see. They both are like kind of the same, not in the way that they rap, but they're, they give off this odd feel when they're rapping. Like it's just kind of, they're goofy. They're, they're funny, but they're witty. Um, you know, it was just a, a really dope battle and it lived up to it. The content was crazy. Um, Roan did way better than I expected coming from, you know, the layover. And uh, Sharon just did Roan didn't game. miss a beat. Not at all. all. Roan, you would have thought that he battled three times this year. Yeah. If anything, I'm very shocked. What, what blows me away about this battle is the elite level they were both competing at. Like, Roan didn't miss a beat. And more importantly, Roan was at maybe one of his best performances of his career. While Sharon, who's been very active, found a way to match that. And I'm here looking at it like... I didn't expect this battle to be this competitive or this mm-hmm. intense. Like, why is it so good? And they're literally doing everything. They're counter-riding. They're angling. They're punching. They're being funny. They're rebuttaling each other. It's nonstop. Every single... Everything you get from one side, you're getting at the exact other side at the exact same level. And this battle was also a great battle because we had two guys who have zero limitation when it comes to their content. Like, there's nothing that they won't talk about. There's nowhere where they won't go. And both guys are supremely talented skilled and it was just shocking to see roan just come back and perform at such a high level like he was really on point and it's not like his his stuff is a b c d like there's some complexity Mm -hmm. to it then he also has a speed rapping that he puts in there then he drops the flows in there and he entertained all three rounds man my only concern is I feel the battle's more competitive than people like to admit, but it seems like everybody wants to run away with the narrative that Roan clearly won that battle or Roan won every round. Um, no, I think that's kind of the barstool groupies that kind of got <laughs> got washed into right. some of the battle rap talk. Um, it was a good battle. The only people that are going to say that Roan washed Sharon are people that are just siding with Roan that are just either biased towards him for whatever reason. Um, the battle was crazy. The back and forth was awesome. So... If you have one person winning over the other, that's fine. Um, I, I personally had Roan, but I don't think it was a body by any means or wash by any means. Like somebody could definitely have Sharon, and I wouldn't. You know, I'd have to listen to their argument, but I wouldn't fight it. Yeah, I definitely thought it was a competitive battle. Like all this, Sharon yeah. got bodied. Yeah, I don't. Like, I, did, I, I didn't buy that. I, I was watching like. Every, you got eviscerated. Yeah, like it's as if it's as if they were waiting for Sharon to like. <laughs> Have blood in his mouth, and he did. And they, but they both had blood in their mouths. And then even some of the KOTD dudes, you can see the biases. They're like, oh my god, Ron was so cool. Oh, he just, he was so perfect. I'm like, y'all just don't like Sharon. Let's like, not, let's not forget the, <laughs> you, you know, know real deal thinks this is the best return in battle rap of all time. Yeah. And you know, a lot of King of the Dot fans made polls, and believe it or not, they put Loaded Lux and, and Ron in the poll, and Ron won the poll. Hey man, um, so, man, we're only thirteen percent of the country. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> so you know, you know how that's gonna go. <laughs> Number, you know how that's gonna go. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. You know they gonna stand up for theirs. You know what I mean? <laughs> nah, but but. I, 
Although they were a little, they made it hyperbolic, which I didn't like. I'm like, yo, don't let it be hyper. Like, just let it be what it is. It's right. one of the best returns in battle rap. Right. Don't be like, it's the greatest ever. Just say it's one of the best. Well, and- why not? Why is it not one of the greatest? He didn't slip up. Lux choked in the first. Damn, you make it hard to argue that. <laughs> I mean, Have y'all seen that third? <laughs> <laughs> That third of Trent said that third changed lives, boy. I ain't, I ain't see Jay Z tweeting out any Rome bars. Mm, word, man. <laughs> word to the mother. Tom Cruise ain't tweeting out Rome bars. The bar still got Rome's back, though. Oh, my How God. How much of an event? But you know what? They don't. Sharon's on TV every day. He has Wild and Out. So it's not like they both have. It, that's what makes it special, too. Outside the ring, they both are like very successful to the point where it's not like there's a big brand gap. Sharon's no, active, no, think- though. Sharon's an active battle rapper. Rome is not. And Roan, but Roan's and Roan's platform, Barstool. If anybody knows Barstool, they are like diehards. Like they, right, they are, right. especially on the internet. Like if you throw up a poll and Roan retweets a poll, they don't give a fuck about what that poll has to do with anything. They're voting for Roan because they like Roan. Barstool is that way. Like they are crazy mm. like that. So I'm not any any polls or or internet. Things so related it's to that. been skewed. Yeah, it has definitely yes. been skewed because I've definitely saw Roan retweet them and then all of a sudden it just spiked up in his favor. So uh, it's you got to take it with a grain of salt. I left that battle dying to see another Roan performance and I think Roan realizes, oh shit, I just hit an elite level. I better pace myself with this. I better yeah. take my time and make it make sense. Hey, I'm just throwing this out there. I want to see Roan at Will. King. Ooh, uh, Town Business 3. Ooh, that would three. be fire. That would be fire. And I would love to see Ron come to URL now. Mm. All URL has to do is release the Ron Danger Zone body, and he has perfect promo. That would be crazy. Yeah, really take, that out, take that out the vault. And the last thing I want to say about Ron too, you know, uh, Ron called out Mike P a while back, early in the year, right? And he said he'll, he'll, t- he'll battle him on URL. Mm-hmm. After that performance, I was like, can Mike P beat Ron? Yeah, Mike P would have to level up. For sure, he would have to level up. But that stage is a different stage, too. Yeah. You still got to learn to work that stage. It's a different stage. Hey, it's every, a different audience. Everything Roan did at Town Business would hit in any cylinder anywhere. Yeah, it might. It might. But you still got to do it. Until you do it, you ain't done it. You know what I'm saying? And Mike's been up there. It's a different, it's a different set of circumstances. It's there, amazing, there are it, adjustments to be made. It's an amazing battle because as witty and versatile Ron is, and Sharon can be very, I guess, boxed in and gimmicky. He still found a way to just like make it dynamic. I, I think Sharon has. I wouldn't. He's evolved from that man. I think he's evolved from that. The the people just look at him kind of like a stick, or he's one type, or he's too goofy. Like he's got bars now, he's got flows now, he's got complexity to. He still might say a bar or two here or there where you're like, "Yo, what are you talking about, Sharon?" Like, <laughs> you're right. It's kind of weird, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But other than that, though, he's a complete battler. And if you not, if you're saying he's not, you're just either not paying attention or you don't yeah, want yeah. to. Yeah. yeah, or you're just like, I don't like his voice. Or I don't like the way he looks. And it's, you're just never going to listen to him or like him. But if you can be objective, you can say, yo, Sharon is nice. I love that battle. I'm so happy it's on the top ten list. And I can't wait to go home and watch it again. <laughs> yes, sir. On our halfway oh. point in the list. Now number for the, five. the top half. Number five. Yeah, yeah. Rum Nitty. <laughs> Versus Chilla Jones. 
And the word pause. <laughs> Brought to you by our sponsor, pause. Um, Stop right there. I mean, Rum vs. Chilla was my favorite battle on Volume 5, um, especially to go back and rewatch. I think the content was very potent. Um, yeah, it's a battle you can't watch once. No, for sure not. I, you would do it an injustice if you tried to. And then claim that you have a a good grip of what you actually just watched. Um, no, I lo- I love it. Um, it's the to me it's the epitome of what a volume battle should be. This is what they wanted volume battles to sound like. This is what they wanted volume battles to feel like. And overall, I think it just represented the card really well. Yo, this battle was crazy, dog. Going into it, the block-on-block crime, you know, is always a crazy battle. But to see these dudes perform three rounds each of high-level material with the intensity there, with the aggression there, who knew Chilla Jones had jokes also? Like, finally, we got everything. He finally right? reached into yeah, so the tool bag. and The personality bag, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and definitely... Like flexed and Nitty, he does what Nitty does every single time. Comes with those punches that you're looking for. You guys know I'm the Nitty stand out of the three of us here. Mm-hmm. I wasn't the happiest with this Nitty performance though. Like I didn't feel like I just seen an all time or a, a top did, five Nitty. Did Nitty look a little fatigued? Like something. He did Battle Saga not that long ago too, so like that's something to you know, consider. Something just something just looked a little. I mean, he his content is always going to be on a different planet, but I felt like, I felt like in that battle, right? Romniti thought to himself, "Okay, I can outperform Chilla, and I have the sorcery now that I can use, and I can get away with some of the things that Chilla Jones can't get away with." And unfortunately, Chilla Jones is like, "Nah, I'm versatile too. I'm going to nullify all that. So just be, the, the things that you thought you were going to be able to just coax by with, I'm able to put pressure on you for that." And so that's why I look at the battle kind of like, "I'm happy with Chilla Jones's uh, with Romniti's content, but like, it's a lot of his punches that like I've kind of heard before, and Chilla just did a lot more for me." But I think regardless of what you thought about what Romniti did, the battle itself ended out being a great battle. So and maybe I, that's what he was supposed to do that night to make it that. Maybe he writes too complex and the, we don't get the same thing. Like, it was a great isn't battle. Isn't that the story of Romney's career, though? Like, he's not a clear win type of guy. Like, that's just not no. that's not what he does. He's a great battle type of guy. Like, every time he goes out, you know he's going to do his thing. You know he's going to have a great performance, but you don't necessarily know if he's going to win or if he's going to win clearly. But you don't know if he's going to – you don't think he's going to lose. Like, I, I don't really go against Rum Nitty in most of the battles where he's, you know, going against even all, the highest of comp. But I also wouldn't pick him – I wouldn't put money on him to win. But And he's one of those few battle rappers where it just doesn't even matter. It's like as long that's as that's what I'm he, saying. Like it just, as long as he comes to deliver what he comes to deliver, like it doesn't he's even be, matter. He's become a fan favorite for sure. I mean, he, his. I guess I have is, to be the pessimist, right? And 
Shout out to Dylan for the stat. We made the Pentagon of all the writer block Pentagon. Danny Myers, JC, B Magic, Chilla Jones, and Rum Nitty. All five of these guys have all battled each other. Right. When you look at Rum Nitty's win column with the writer block guys that he's battled, he might be 0 4. Mm. How about that? Shit. Right? Because I think collectively all three of us have Chilla winning. I don't know if you have Chilla winning, Dylan, but if you do. I do. Right? That's. So they're they're Chilla beat him. Magic outclassed him. This was a, this was a young rum nitty. JC had the glow. That battle was so and fire. Then, though. How fire are these battles though? Yeah, you're right. They all are fire. That's for sure. But then I, I guess is if you make it abstract, black and white, which battle rap is not black and white. It's not just winning losses. But on paper, I'm just looking at it like, does rum rum nitty can't beat writer's block? But then it's where it gets crazy. If you put a poll up and say who has the best pen. They'll say Rum Nitty. They'll say Rum Nitty. That's bizarre. He's a fan favorite. I'm telling you. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Nah, he's got to let you Rum Nitty has... Got... Rum, there's, I, there's probably a handful of Rum Nitty battles that I could say are some of my favorite battles of all time. Clearly, Rum Nitty right, like nit- is one of the best battles I've ever seen. Yeah, and it's not like you're going to get a Nitty battle where you're like... Oh. There's no redeeming content here. Oh, I'm not going back to this. Right. Win, lose, or draw, you're going back to it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what he's here to do at this point in his career. He's on a card. I'm going to buy the pay-per-view. I'm going to be there in person. You're tuned, maybe, in, maybe, to, you're maybe, tuned into his battle. Maybe we got to deconstruct the battle, Vlad. Maybe we got to deconstruct it. Right, maybe we do. Oh, that'd Let's be do that. I'm with it. We deconstructed rum and iron. We deconstructed chiller and iron. Now we can deconstruct rum and chiller. I'm with to it. complete that triangle, so. I'm with it, dog. All right. All now, right. heading into the top four, at number cuatro, we have Chess versus Gichi Gotti. How special is that before we talk about this battle? Chess has two battles, could have been three, that were top ten of the year. Man, I just hope mm-hmm. he continues to, to perform at this level. I love when he that- is wiling out like this. I think that just defines his year. Like, three headliners and a bunch of battles that could have been top of the year. I mean, none of us mentioned Chess and Danny, but if somebody puts Chess and Danny on the list, I probably won't bat an eye to it. Like, I won't cringe at it. No, I don't think so either. Um, I think his year has been pretty great. Um, no, I mean, yeah, I definitely wouldn't I wouldn't cringe at it or even really nitpick. There, I just have to see who else is on there. That's a fact. Yeah, I don't see any signs of chess slowing down, but let's talk about the climate when this battle got announced mm. at the time. Nobody wanted to see this battle. When I say nobody, I meant everybody was panning it like, yo, why would URL book this? Chess has been choking everywhere. He's choking here. He's choking there. Here a choke, there a choke, everywhere. Choke, choke. Mm. And... He was confident in himself. They gave him that shot, and he took it from close range, boy. Mm-hmm. And he went ham, and Geechee said, yo, you're not going to get this comeback victory off of me. I'm going to show you why I'm the champion of the year, and I'm going to go crazy. Do we, do we know how long the gap was between him battling Twerk and Geechee? Yeah, it was it was six months, or actually five months. October, November, December, January, March. Five months. So it was within mm-hmm. six months? Yeah. 
Yeah. So he, Chess is also one of the many guys that battled Twerk and Geechee within six months. Right. And I think that Twerk performance is what really gave him the boost and, and gave him, you know, some confidence. It was amazing versus Twerk. That was great. And I think they took that and they were like, all right, if he's going to be doing this again, you know, we might have to start giving him some plates. And they tested it again with Geechee. Right. Because with the Twerk battle, that was the... That was like, hey, I'm giving you guys another shot. Like, that was both their last legs. You guys been BSing. Like, what's up, man? Can you guys get it together? Right. They did a free battle for URL and got it together. Yeah. On the flip side, you have Geechee Gotti, who has been just Mister Consistent. um, Right. They're the only only band battle with a mill too. Both those guys. Crazy. Yeah, and you know the fact that he can perform at this high level and still, you know. His, he's not. He's he's very active. For being as active as he is, to be as as potent and to be, you know, still. Um, it makes no sense, honestly. He averages a ba- cards, he, it doesn't make sense. It does not make sense. He averages a battle a month when you break it down. That's one battle a month. Yeah, that's crazy. And they're not against scrubs. Yeah, I mean the resume. We I mean we'll get into it later on in this. You know. As far as what he's done, it's, I think it's unmatched. The the how quick he's climbed and how quick he's built this crazy crazy resume with with the record with the record to match. Like it's not a bunch of debatables, but and you know he's got a couple losses, but he's majority of the time he's on top, and it's pause. it's uh, <laughs> you know, I, I'm happy for both of them. You know, him and him and Chess are both two dudes that I I like. I'm rooting for. You know, I'm rooting for both of them to do well every time I see them. And you know, I, I'm glad that they both put on a classic. Yeah, man. And this one definitely started off that Chess run, and he has not slowed down, and he has been on fire ever since that battle. Battle after battle after battle, he ain't let us down since. Talk. Word, I love it. Oh man, we getting down Ooh, to the nitty gritty, fellas. Into the top three, topping and hopping into the top. Three. <laughs> hey. Yo, <laughs> man, I, battle of the the bullies, the big, you know, physical ass looking macho big ass Pat Stay versus Suge. <laughs> Word at number three, Pat Stay versus Shotgun Shug. How crazy this battle was once upon a time supposed to be on RBE. Oh, that's right. How yeah. different with the yeah. battle. And more importantly, the time period. We wouldn't have gotten the same battle. No, not at all. There's no I- way they could have pulled off all of those antics, all of those 100%, moves. Absolutely not. 100% would not have been the theatrics. On, on this list. No, no, I don't think so. Damn, man. Th- this battle ended up. Being at the right place at the right time, dog. Are you saying? Never mind. I'm not going to get there. No. But <laughs> I'll leave the slop alone. Ugh. But honestly, the only thing that made me feel a little reluctant about this battle was that I seen Shotgun Shug really leave his comfort zone. He did everything in his, in his power to be different. And it was it executed well. But you can see the effort level. The shotgun shook went to, as opposed to Pat Stage just like shrugging his shoulders, like, eh, you know, I look appreciate at, you look doing at this, you but go. Like, look at you go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's it's almost like Vlad. All right, you're playing ball, right? You're playing against your friend, and, and and he got handles. He got handles. 
So this man pretty much dribbles the basketball like it's glued to his hand. Right. And you were working your ass off on your handles. Hey, he looks at you like, yeah, it's pretty good. Oh, okay. Listen, man, as long as the score is 10-9 or whatever, <laughs> I'll take it, man. Because if he's doing that to me, what's he doing to all the other people? Right. I mean, he's taking people out before. He's made people look stupid up there. You know what I mean? So he's not making me look stupid. I might be working hard, but you ain't going to make me look dumb. And people are going to respect what I'm doing also. And I'm going outside of my comfort zone doing things that people didn't think that I could do. So that alone, man, was like, all right, sure, I, I see you. You took some notes down, decided to take it to the next level because otherwise you were going to get bodied. And it didn't White happen. boy shot off the glass like Bill Walton. <laughs> yeah, man, sure. Sure, sure, sure came for war, man. And, and like you said, Pat, man. You know, I don't want to say he was breezing or coasting or nothing like that. No, but he's the, so entertaining. The comfort level man. was definitely he's there. So yeah. entertaining. Well, but Pat so State's also at an elite level right now. Like, Pat State could have been a champion of the year. We got to remember that. So he's coming off a potential champion of the year like year, and yeah. he's still at that exact same level. If Pat State had just battled two more times this year, he would have been a top three battler. That's a fact. I mean, Easily. That's a fact. Yeah, it would have been a repeat of last year. It, ooh. Who, knows, Who knows? Because that would have been fun. Because if he's getting clear wins against all top come, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm yeah, no, but um, this battle was fantastic, though. Battle of the Titans. Yeah, I'm glad that you know I was able to to watch this battle. Um, it, it was definitely something that I was unsure about. I think going in, I don't know if I was as happy going in as everybody else, but I was, you know, yeah. definitely pleasantly surprised when when it was all said and done. Yeah, and on top of that too, with um, what's I gonna say about this battle? Yeah, now Shug definitely, he definitely had to show out. And he definitely met. He definitely met the criteria. How about this? Pat Stay's first two battles on URL, seven months apart. Summer Madness and a gnome. Crazy. I think that's all we need to know about Pat Stay. Facto. He is that type of guy. I mean, he's a performer. He's a ticket seller, and he's a top name in this game. I mean, there's no getting around it. So if you're going to have him on your league, it doesn't matter. He's going to headline, or he's going to be on your biggest cards. Dylan, can I ask you a question? Uh, a little more personal. Pat Stay's third round, right? Where he had that angle of like, you got like, you know, like I understand, like I'm white in hip hop and I'm an outlier, but like it's not like I'm soft. I, I just don't, I'm just gonna push you back if you push me. And everybody was so receptive to it, like, yes, I loved it. How did you feel about that angle? Um, it depends on who's giving the angle, um, because. I think Pat Pat Stay does it well because he's owned up to the I am a big white guy kind of personality. Even though he's shown glimpses of of not being so tough and being potentially soft, um, he he's always taken pride in being a, a big ass dude. But I don't really like using race angles. In your favor, 
if you're going to disrespect somebody because of their race, I guess that's a battle rap that happens, you know, way too consistently. <laughs> but I think using it like that, like, I know I'm white, but I'm not soft. I mean, people don't think you're soft just because you're white. Like, they don't see you and think, oh, he's a cookie. So I don't, I mean. Especially not him. And let, let me ask you. Let me ask you this, Vlad, right? All three were in the battle for Pat Stain shit. We were all next to each other watching it. You and me, Vlad, we were in the building for Pat Stain Verb. Yeah. And in his third round, he tried to execute almost this exact same angle, saying, like, I'm not privileged. If anything, I'm the minority of this of this world because, like, I'm an outsider. And they were not receptive to it. And he almost saw instantly that they weren't feeling that angle. Yeah. And he instantly exited out of it. Like, you can tell he fast-forwarded to his material. What made it so different? Like, it's the, almost like s- similar, maybe the crowd. The, the crowd. Opinion, like, I was going to say the crowd for sure. I mean, y'all were in the building for both, but... Uh, that crowd at at that RBE event was, it felt different. Even on cam, it felt different. Like, I don't know. Is that? I think it was also his delivery too. Like he was just really committed to it, and just really delivered it. I mean, like, I he, think it was the delivery. He performed of it. well. I'm pretty sure in the building we all were feeling it. Like I don't think any of us. And were I think, to... and I think the opponent too with Verb and like the kind of battle it was. It wasn't like. Oh, this battle is so hype already! Like, right, right. like, like mm-hmm. bring it home. It was kind of like, all right, man. It was let's, a judge battle too, so it was more competitive and intense. Yeah, it was like, right, let's get this battle over with. He was like, okay, I, I don't want to lose this, so y'all not feeling this. Let me move on right now. But and also, Pastey was in control of the Shook battle the entire time. Like he literally made Shook rebuttal. You're not a real MC. You can't rebuttal. Yeah, and did. then Shook yeah, rebuttals. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, you fell into my trap. Yeah. How crazy, crazy is that? So crazy, man. I mean, so crazy. He seemed a lot more comfortable in Numb. I think, um, you know, Pat Stay was, you know, he had that suit on. He had his gimmicks ready. He he was he was ready to to put on a show, and um, I think he was focused more so on shake. being entertaining. And <laughs> Remember that joint? That angle works well. That I mean, back to that angle, it works against Suge so well because Suge is a bully. So people are always love when someone goes against the bully. Um, yeah, Shook is also mad tall too. So you know, uh, Pat got the height advantage against Verb. So it's like you talking down to someone saying, "Oh, I'm not soft." It's like, "Well, we don't want to hear that." Like you talking that to someone who's smaller than you. But when he's talking to another giant like Shook, it's like, "Yeah," you know. Like I think everyone gets that testosterone going. Like, "Yeah, let's hear it." You know, and it was just fire. It just it was just the time and the place and the energy for it. Yeah. Yeah, man. Number two, man. Oh, number two. Hitman Holler. Hitman Holler. Versus Bill Collector. How about that? still making top of this. He's going to remind you that he's making top of this, too. (laughs) Hitman Holler and Bill Collector just hit uh, two million views. Shout out to Dylan for the stat. Hitman Holler is now averaging a triple-double amongst the top three leagues, averaging over two million views per league. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. It's really incredible. Is that ever is that ever gonna be matched? Because first of all, you gotta get on all three leagues. Then you gotta have every battle be two million plus views. Well Murder Mook battles on King of the Dot, he could do it. But is he though? That's what I'm saying. You have to get there. Will Murder Mook ever battle on King of the Dot? I don't think I can see that happening ever. a, A bunch of guys have two. So I guess to make the third one just have to be if they make their debut. But shit, man, that's a, that's you a, still got to get it. You still, still got to get there. And Hitman was able to actually do it. And you know, he's 
he has no problem, you know, staying active and, and coming back and whooping on somebody and going right back to, to being on TV, man. He has no problem, you know, staying active on Twitter and just being a part of the culture still. I, I like seeing Hitman, you know, enjoying himself and being able to write comfortably and perform comfortably. And, you know, it's it's dope to see. Man, yo, this battle has such a storyline. I mean, what was it seven years in the making? Seven, seven years. Yeah. yeah, it was seven years in the making. They finally locked it in. Would the battle live up to the hype? Would show out be there? Would show out perform? What is Hitman going to come with? We What is Bill Collector going to... Man, I love this battle because to me, Bill Collector was telling his story from beginning to end in this battle. It was very theatrical. And with Hitman, you got a Hitman that was punching. Facts. Yo, he had bars. He Facts. had clothes. He had schemes. He had the Michael Jackson smooth criminal lean on him. Mm-hmm. He took no rounds off. Three complete. He was chain punching. Full crazy rounds from holla chain punching. I think my favorite part about crazy. the Hitman and Bill battle is like, you know, there's that myth. Hitman Holler doesn't have a pen, air quote. Right, right. That's the battle where, like, you end the myth. Right. You say, stop that. Look at this Bill Collector battle. This guy is chain punching. When have you seen Hitman Holler chain punching? He has a pen. Let's let's cut that shit out. And it's a small room. Yeah, and a small room. And Bill Collector was out there entertaining his ass off while still, you know, telling the people the, the, exactly what happened. What it ended up doing to his life, how it ended up derailing his career, how people ended up looking at him. He took you through that whole entire journey. And never once was I like, all right, man, I've heard enough of this. It was like, I want to hear more. It was captivating from beginning to end. There's not that many times that we have a true grudge match where it actually lives up to the hype. And you're like, yo, thank you for this battle. The promo was on point. You know, their face-off was on point. And honestly, you you nailed it, Vlad. Like, Bill did everything to hit all ceilings as well. And it's kind of like, yo, Bill was didn't just get outclassed here. Like, Bill made it very competitive. Now you can toss up this battle to say whoever won. And how about this? Hitman is at a level now where he didn't even have to take Bill Collector. Right, right. If Hitman declined the Bill Collector battle, you'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to fight it. You're right. You're way above Bill Collector in the status, and Bill Collector at least is humble enough to acknowledge, man, me battling Hitman. That's like me. That's like somebody battling Murder Mook. Like you're my Murder Mook. Right. You're my legacy battle. Yeah, man. And this battle definitely lived up to the hype. Yeah, Fantastic I mean, battle. I, I was a big fan of this battle going in um, because I I liked the run Bill Collector was on going in. Um, he had a lot of good battles coming into this, and I knew Hitman was going to be on a thousand. So. To you know, to see them come out and to make the storyline actually get put into words, you know, and to perform it and you know the way that they did was great. I mean, and I thought I saw a lot of people saying that they had Bill after this. Um, yeah, I've seen a lot of people having Bill winning as well. Yeah, so I think this battle, this battle is one of those battles where it's like. Whoever won won. Yeah, but I won for watching it. You know like, what? Can we can we just give a nod to Jay Black? Twenty nineteen, I think, was one of the most pretty crazy years of battle rap, and he was not lying when he said it was going to be one of the best years that we've had. I think it's a top three year of the decade for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'll definitely put it in my top, top three. three. Um, 
when we had Hitman on the pod, and I got a chance to ask him a special question, I said, you know, we talk about Mount Rushmore, but how about we narrow it down? Give me your Mount Rushmore performers, including yourself, if you if you want to. You know, and he said himself, Keisha number two, Bill Collector number three. Wow. I'm not That's mad. Crazy. I'm not mad That's at that. That's how much respect he got for Super Duper Scope definitely, you know, could could have <laughs> a spot on the on the Mount Rushmore. He also said Pat Stay is number four, and I would love to see Hitman Holler and Pat Stay. That would that's be just so. Ba- that, that's just that's just a battle of pure elite on the stage. Yo, that would be th- whoever books that can have all my coins. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna definitely try to make it out to that, and if I can't, I'm buying the pay per view, and I'm throwing a fucking party, and I'm buying food. <laughs> like, y'all gotta come watch this because this is that that will be a battle that you can show anyone. Salute to Bill Collector for having back-to-back years with a top 10 battle in a year. Salute to Hitman for being having tenure in the game and still putting on classics. Yeah. Oh, and shout-out to A-Ward, too, because it wasn't A-Ward Bill on our uh, our list last year. Last, yeah, last year. Yeah, 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 it was on our list last year. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah A-Ward back-to-back years, man. A-Ward, A-Ward, A-Ward also back-to-back, back-to-back years. years. You know, and not touching the URL man. stage is pretty impressive. He's still holding Wow, up, that's true. Not too many people can say that. That's a fact, sir. Oh, man. The best battle of 2019. Number one. Geechee Gotti versus Tsunami Surf. Oh, I think this is special because... I'm sorry, brother. Um... This is Surf's first battle after getting shot. You know, um, thank- thankfully we still have Surf with us on this earth. And this was Geechee's gnome debut. And although Geechee had already won a champion of the year, like, he hadn't yet battled an elite name, right? Like, Keishan's elite, but Keishan's so active that you can get a Keishan if we're just staying active. You know, Surf is one of those names that's like, I ain't coming off the porch unless unless it's, unless oh, yeah. it's something. Right. You know what I'm saying? Unless, like, your name is there and you are worthy for me. And he got that battle. Yeah. First battle back, dog. Yeah. The anticipation was high. Geechee was on his run. Just just did uh He was in the midst of his run for uh for champion of the year, I believe. No, no, no. This was funny. What, Geechee? No, my bad. Geechee was already champion of the year. Yeah, Geechee's right, already right, champion. He's already champion of the year. He came out with the belt and all that. And Surf is like, yo, man, I need a piece of that action, dog. Like, you the hot cat? You the one everybody's talking about? You the man who yeah, got the belt? Yeah, I know who come with the fire rounds. Come on, I light man. the pound, puts his belt on the floor, yeah, yeah. and lay a title oh, down. Hold uh, on, oh, I got to ask Dylan. Dylan, you were in the building for Gnome 8 and Gnome 9. You got to see Surf and Rum and Surf and Geechee. Please talk to us about the gap between those two performances. Oh, man. um, It's... It's hard to put into words. I mean, I think because that I also have to th- think No Mate was my first URL event ever. So I was a little bit starstruck. But as far as the performances, Surf, I think we were all so excited just to have him back at No Mate. We let him slide with a lot of material that was. Oh, we know. We, we, oh, we know. That was questionable. A lot of brooms in parking lots. And um, Mr. Incredible, and yeah, yeah, we know, we know. He was so much more polished this time around. Um, he was vintage surf, 
Um, the blue on blue crime definitely made this this story a little interesting. Um, and I think, you know, his opponents are of the same stature. I'll put Rum and Geechee definitely in the same tier, same skill level. Um, but I think that this was a battle that Surf wanted more. I think this battle made more sense for Surf. Um, Geechee is somebody that he can kind of angle towards. He could have something to actually say to him. He knows Geechee's going to have something to say to him. Um, and I think it just, it was structured to be a much better battle. Yeah. I also think that the fact that you got two guys who are highly respected in their worlds Mm -hmm. made this battle like that much better also. Cause you knew whatever they're saying is going to be heartfelt and it's going to be, yeah, that that blue on blue crime is something crazy. Yeah, and your man Surf was, he actually had genuine freestyle rebuttals in this battle. So here, here's the, my big takeaway, right? I'm going to pull some some data out for this. Guerrilla, uh, Guerrilla Warfare, their, uh, their card was Surf and Verb, mm-hmm. right? The Crown 2, famous card on paper. I think December 15, 2015, I might, I might be off a day or two. Yikes. But December 2015. Since December 2015, until that Gnome 9 performance... Surf had not completed a full three rounds in an individual battle. Right. So let that marinate that almost four years have passed, three and a half years have passed, and he had five battles consecutively, individual battles, where he did not finish all three rounds. And we just allowed him to mail it in or just leave us with this I beat people in two rounds narrative. That wasn't going to happen this time around. And it's almost like he had this resurgence of like, Shit, man, I have a small career. I've choked six times. I have almost 30% of chokes. I can't let this be my legacy. That So that ends. And now you get a surf that's going to give you a full three rounds. And this looked like one of the best surfs. Like, I, I, like the Rum Nitty surf, I can't say that's a top 10 surf. Nah. Geechee surf, I could be like, I could say, yeah, that might be a top six surf of all time. Yeah, he was crazy in that battle, man. And yeah. how about Geechee, who showed that he can hit that next tier? Unfortunately, at one point of the battle, Geechee's voice started to crack. He fought through it. But since Surf is such a performer, it yeah. showed a little bit of the levels to Geechee. But, man, Geechee's first round was absolutely incredible. She told me what the casket size. I told the wavelength. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, this this battle was crazy. And it was perceived well in all aspects. I think, you know, before the battle, people were excited to see it. After the battle, people were happy with it. I think if those two things, you know, are are able to happen, then you have the perfect battle. Um, something that you know people can look back on. This is has hell, hella quotables. Um, you know, a bunch of moments like just a you know unmatched kind of intensity when you have these two guys on stage at at their. Piece. It was electric, it dog. Was crazy. It was electric in there, man. It, like, it, was, it was crazy. It, it was in. It was. Pandemonium. It was such a moment that I'm just like, wow, I'm captivated by this. And I've seen a lot of surf performances live, and I haven't felt that way in a long time from a surf performance. Yeah. I probably haven't felt that way since I've seen him in gun titles. Mm. If we're talking about individually, I haven't felt that way since I've seen him in Hitman. Mm. That's almost six, that's almost five years ago. Right. You know? Nah, this is crazy, man. And Geechee Gotti brought that out of him, and Geechee also met that level. And honestly, that battle's closer than we, you know, we all say surf. Battle's close. Like, if somebody says Geechee, we'll be like, mm, all right. 
It'd be a lot. If you live, if you, if you, you know, your area code's three three one three. No, two one three. Two one three. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. When we first watched it in the building, I think I had surfed. Then when we watched it on tape, I was like, "Did Geechee win?" Then. When we watched it totally separate out of Houston and went back home and like watched it, watched it, I was like, no, 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 no. Surf won this. You know what I mean? He stepped his bars up too in this battle. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. With... We let him get away with a lot more at No Mate, but he, I, he, he came at No Nine surf, way surf more. Will always, surf will always get away with lines like when he when he battled Geechee, he was he had another broom line, Mad Brooms. And he was like you know, we was holding arms like we just going to the bathroom. But it was fire. But they were holding hands, not yeah, arms. <laughs> oh, oh, I guess whatever, man. Sit here nitpicking, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Sit here nitpicking, but but Surf love him some brooms. He sure does, man. <laughs> and parking lots, sticks, brooms. Um, I think judging by his track record, he does love brooms. <laughs> right. He had a broom bar against Geechee I'm telling you, as back to back broom bars at, at Nome. And, and you know what too? He also kinda ha- had he owed that crowd, right? Because yeah. Dylan, like, you guys love Surfer the first round. Oh man. And almost he, hated him in the third. You guys wanted to riot after he uh um, after he gave up. I think the everybody battle. looked at each other like, did he just do this to us? There's no way he just did this to us. He let the steam out that building. Everyone was like ready to go home like and, and happy then they just, party well, after it was like you were all basically just like turn the lights on. Like the club was too in the morning and they were like get out and we were all like <laughs> they're like all right surf you gave us what you gave us let's go <laughs> everyone like, get out <laughs> and, and, and it didn't make it better that you see an interview with smack dap and surf like i got what i need out of you oh, like, it man. didn't make it better i'm like what like are you guys allowing him to phone it in Ugh. i mean like i i understood where he was coming from but it's like dog you do not say he's, that an, camera, he's, he's an elite bro like surf is an elite battle rapper you cannot be content with just bringing two rounds I hear you, man. I hear you now. That was nasty. But definitely made up for it in 2019 by this Geechee performance. And we got vintage, classic surf. What more can you ask for? What more can you ask for, man? This battle had it all, man. Theatrics, dynamics, performance, rebuttals, punches, original content. Yeah, man. Geechee Gotti's killing it. You know, unfortunately, I, I don't. I don't think Geechee and Rock is a battle that's like a top ten battle. Now that but, first round, but though? I will say this: oh, like he battled, he battled gun titles of the same year, which has never been done. And that first round against Rock was almost just as good as his first round against Surfer, if not better. So you yeah, just, yeah. you're seeing Geechee Gotti can say, "I can compete with the elites of the elite." Don't yeah. you worry, and I still go battle Don Marino next year. week, and, and I battle Ill Will before that. And you that. know what? I just he thought about this. Last year we had Geechee Gotti. I think he was all time, or he. Was a all third round battler? Third rounder, yeah. Yeah. Is he an all? Now he's an, he all an all first, first round now, battler. That's what I was gonna say. Is he an all yeah, first round battler yeah, yeah. this year? He, he, now, now, now he just sets the tone and just goes on cruise control because he's yeah. like, I build enough of a base where if I expl- <laughs> if I explode one round and I stay competitive I mean, the next two on cruise think, control, I'm I don't good. think he even writes two downhill. He writes back. like fucking neutral as hell. It's just like everything is. Every, EFB every fucking bar he's not playing he starts strong he starts at a 10 and then goes down to an 8 and 8 is still so good but you started at 10 so I know there's a difference yeah and you know he made that switch this year and he can do that because he had a year like he had last year and he won champion of the year I wonder what's compelled him to part of that to well, make he that switch that, he said that that third he said that the first versus Tay Rock was originally his third 
But when he saw how crazy Rock went, he was mm. like, oh, no, I'm not waiting to give them that round. I'm giving them this round now. Mm. And the fact that he battled in Atlanta the night before, round he was like, placement. wow, I don't even... I don't even know if I'm going to have, like, the energy. Round placement, awareness. Yeah. He gets that for studying the game tapes, uh, averaging a battle a month, yeah. all the types of styles he's battled. Uh, honestly, Champion of the gonna, year. He's, he's not he, here on accident. He is a top dog. That's he's, a fact. He's probably going to repeat. This is before any voting, but he's probably going to repeat. Oh, and it's all said and done. I mean, it, fact. It, it, yeah, it's going to be a discussion. Oh, well, we going to see. We going to see. I mean, it, it's not set in stone, but that, that SOS if, I, if, I had, if I had to bet my money on it, I know where I'm putting my money. Yeah, that right, strength right. of schedule is something crazy. Yeah. Oh, man. Top 10 2019 LTBR. Not a year in the back, man. Y'all bring it, man. <laughs> I'm ready for the what? slot, man. Ready for the hate. Right, I can already hear it. Can Danny and Disaster is uh, not on this list. <laughs> Cancel it. You could. Where's Danny and McMyron? And- you couldn't pay. You couldn't Yo. pay me to watch Danny and Disaster. Where's Chef Trez and Bangs? Uh, Chef Trez and Bangs could have definitely made the list. Chef Trez and Bangs could have, but I it turned into like an all freestyle battle. I couldn't handle it after a little. It, while. But it would have made the it would have made the list for what they were doing more than actual content, you know. And we're not gonna. We gotta we keep it all. Not, we gotta keep it all into eh. account. If you have yeah, if you have yeah, what yeah, you're awesome. doing plus your content, then it would have made the list. Emerson Kennedy versus Jada Nightwing was a little sleeper. Yeah, you know what? I like that battle, but we're not gonna uh, award, uh, you know, the I. <laughs> uh, I won't lie. One battle that did feel like a masterpiece that I, f- I almost felt guilty for leaving it off was Roman Top. Yeah. That was a fire battle, but I felt like it's just we got one great round from Rum Nitty. We got a good round from T-Top, the first round. And then we got a phenomenal one of the rounds of the year from the third round. But I felt like... I mean, I had, you know, I had rounds, Roman Top rounds, in mind like just, when we originally then, cut, then, cut our 10 battles. That was in my top up 10. To but after deliberation, you know, you can't please everybody. But there's, there's a lot of fire battles this year, man. There was uh, no, no twerk battles definitively made this list. No, you were fighting for um, I was fight- twerking I, clips. Guys, behind the curtains, I was arguing for twerking clips because I love twerks first round. I love clips second round. And I hear Vlad in between is not as potent as the rest, but it's still an amazing battle. And I will at least say it's the best volume battle this year. What? Wow. Really? You think so? Listen, that, that's just me. Oh, man. It didn't, man. Wait, it's just you, me. It, you said it's the best right volume there. battle this year. It's not even on this list, and there's a volume battle on this list. Well, I got outvoted. <laughs> I respect. I respect the process. Well, let's. Oh, well, they can. They can let us know how they feel, man. We know y'all ain't gonna exactly. Back, and this is. This is. I the- would love if we get all the backlash. Like, why is Twerking Cliff not on this list? And I try to save you, motherfuckers. Oh, oh my! Man. If that happens, I'll change my Twitter handle to Francis Wright. <laughs> <laughs> Facts, man. Oh, on that note, man, Dylan. There's no better way to kick off 2020. Big things for LTBR popping off this year, man. And we only getting started. Everyone, log on to letstalkbattlerap.com. And until next time, we'll see y'all soon. Peace. Peace.